What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Wing the Podcast. Looks like I'm flying solo for tonight <laughs> for a little bit. Hope everybody out there is doing pretty good. Uh, so, anybody been playing Super Mario RPG or just me? Um, that's what I've been playing on mostly this week, Super Mario RPG, and I've been playing a little bit of uh, Star Ocean again. Um, both of those games are actually... Like I, like I told you guys last week, I was not going to – I had no intention of picking up Star Ocean until I played that demo. So if you're still worried about, like, that game, I would say play the demo first. It's a three-hour demo. Like, you got three hours to play it and check it out and see what you like. See if you like it or don't like it, if it fits your taste or not. Uh, Super Mario RPG, what – can I say? Um, I did a let's do this quietly. I want to say Friday, and I did another playthrough last night. Uh, that game is way too much fun. Um, I've never had a problem with the remake slash remaster if it came from the sixth gen and below. Um, you guys know how I feel about constant remasters of stuff that was in the HD era, aka Last of Us. <laughs> I, I, look, if you want to get it. Fine, that's fine by me. I just don't see the point. Especially if you already got it on PS4. I don't really see the point. Um, That kind of stuff kind of irks me a little bit because then you'll have people making up excuses for other remasters and stuff. It's just, like I said, I I, I don't like that and I don't like Resident Evil, the Resident Evil 4 stuff. Um, Just because... Uh, I did play Resident Evil 4 on my Xbox, and um, I prefer the Wii controls, if that makes sense. <laughs> I just prefer that control scheme. I'm sorry, I just like the Wii Remote Chuck better than anybody else. Uh, RJ, we might get to the PS4, <laughs> PS Portal in a little bit because that that's been kind of funny to me especially the reactions going out on twitter slash x whatever you want to call it um I, that has people uh that people are really losing their minds over it. i didn't think it was that serious i mean if you want to get it get it but it ain't been that serious to me about the whole ps portal situation um that that's been kind of funny uh, Dark Void, how you loving uh, Spider-Man 2? I've heard nothing but good things about it. I have not picked that up as I do not have a PS5. So I did love Miles Morales, though. The Miles Morales uh, expansion slash game they did uh, for the PS4, I did love that. So there's that. Uh, Persona 5 Tactics, I have not picked. Well, I'm not really into Persona like that. So I haven't heard anything about it, though. Um, I'm wondering how it plays. So there is that. So uh, we had a couple of things happen this week. First, there was the Game Awards nominations, which that's where the title of this episode came from. Uh, There's a lot of people that are upset about their game. Well, there's a couple games that got ignored or ignored, I should say. And I don't want to say that it was truly ignored. I mean, I think we can all agree 2023 has been a stacked year as far as game releases are concerned. Something was good. Something had to give. 
me personally, I think they probably would have came out better had they did like individual game of the year, like Nintendo game of the year, Microsoft game of the year, uh, Sony game of the year, maybe even PC game of the year, and then do an overall. That way, you know, that could have actually probably alleviated some of it. Um, but let me see if I can pull this up. The sad thing about it is we knew that some that people were going to get upset. And, and that's just the truth. They were going to get upset about it. There was no way around it, um, to be honest. And to to be fair, uh, to, to be fair, it's just one of those situations where you're like, hey, I don't know if... <laughs> If there was gonna, if there was ever gonna be a situation in which uh, you're gonna be able to please everybody, the only thing I would probably say, and this is just me spitballing here, would probably be it probably wasn't a good idea to put Resident Evil Four in that Game of the Year uh, conversation, just because it is a remaster or a remake. I mean, um, if anything, we should probably have it if. Since this is a thing that's probably going to happen going forward, there probably needs to be its own category. If, if it was if it was me, I'd make it its own category because uh, we had a few, more than a few uh, remakes slash remasters happening this year. And if you do that, that frees up that space for something else. Because as it stands now, um, I just don't think that RE4 should be in that game of the year category to be honest um but this is the one of those holes that keely and his team dug for themselves because of what they've done in the past they've done that in the past so it's kind of hard to say hey uh you know hey this is how we had to do it i just it's just one of those things. I understand people being upset because, like, to me, I think it probably would have been better if they would have had something like maybe a Starfield or Octopath Traveler or something. But I knew something was going to get something was going to get uh, left to the wayside, so to speak, just because the year was just stacked. To be to be honest, the the year, the year was just we've had way too many releases for everybody to be happy. I mean, people. There's a lot of people who forgot about Hogwarts Legacy, and because that came out in February. Because to me, that should have been in there, if we're being honest. I mean, that that really should have been in there, uh, if they were gonna do that. That that really should have been in there. Um, trying to see if I can pull this up, pull up the nominees. I don't think I can without them showing what I voted for. Now, I, I don't need y'all seeing my bias. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Do they have? Let's see, view all categories. Uh, yeah, they don't. Once you vote, they just show what you voted for. So that's not gonna happen. All right, but yeah, uh, Zodia. Um, best remake. Yeah, should be say. Um, depending on how many there are that year, I think in this year it probably just would have been probably best remaster category because I know it's RE4. I know it's Metroid Prime. And I know Mario RPG. I think there were a couple other ones that got the remake uh, that would have been classified as a remake instead of a remaster. 
but probably if it's like low on on that number, you probably could like make it one category. But that's personally what I would have done had it been me. Um, uh, Street Fighter Six. Yeah, I could see Street Fighter Six being nominated just because they they really did do a good job with that one. Um, like I said, I enjoyed the demo for that one. I still need to pick that one up, but I did enjoy the demo for that one. I, I like the little tweaks to the gameplay that they made. So that one is actually a good, that's actually a, a good one. If Mortal Kombat 1 was a little bit uh, tighter on release, I probably would say that one as well, but I can understand why that one wasn't going to be in there, in that, in that conversation. But I just, it's one of those situations where I don't think, uh, I, don't, I just don't think Resident Evil 4 should have been in there. I, I just don't think it should have been in there in that in that regard. Um, other than that, there were a couple other ones that I think got shafted. I think Octopath Traveler got shafted because uh, I I don't understand how that didn't get anything because um, I don't even think that was in the... Did it even was it even in the category for uh best music? I don't think it was. No, it wasn't. Yeah, that should have that should have been in um best score in music, in my opinion, at the very least. It should have been in best uh score in music or in the best RPG um category, just because that sounds if you played that game, if you play Octopath Traveler 2, uh that game's amazing. Um, especially if you're an RPG head. So, I, yeah. But this year has been... St- I don't think we'll ever see another year like this for a while anyway, just because a lot of this stuff got pushed... A lot of this stuff got released this year because of the pandemic and stuff being pushed back from when the pandemic hit. So there is that. Uh, th- there is that thing that actually you know, caused the situation. But, um, yeah, other than that, if you guys have ha- haven't had a chance to, you can go over to thegameawards.com and do, put your voting in. Uh, like I said, I already did mine. So I just found this, this week's to be a little bit uh, funny slash, well, funny, because people were getting way too upset over this when it's just like, I'm like, dude, this has been that kind of a year. Honestly, it's been that kind of a year. Then we had a uh, indie direct. Uh, pretty much, I think that what the Game Awards nomination uh, it was on a Monday. The indie direct was on a Tuesday. Um, a, a a lot of interesting little games in there. Um, I did pick up the demo for How. I have not played it yet. I kind of got busy playing on um, Super Mario RPG and just forgot about it. So I'll probably wind up playing that one a little bit um, just to see what it's like. I love that art style for it, but the only the only other one in there and the direct itself wasn't that long. It was only about 20 minutes, so it really wasn't long at all. But the other one that I actually was interested in was that uh Blade Chimera, the announcement for Blade Chimera, which is gonna be dropping um next year in 2024. That looks interesting to me. Um kind of hoping we get a demo for that. Not holding my breath, but I'm hoping we get a demo for that. Uh, just because that actually looked pretty, pretty good. 
all things considered. That that was just one of those games that like that's the one that caught my eye out of the indie direct was the uh Blake Chimera game and how. Uh the other ones, it's just like a normal indie direct. There was a couple of them in there that was pretty cool. Um there was one of them, I think it was like a Highland game. What was the name of that? Uh, a Highland song. That was actually pretty interesting to me a little bit. Uh, Backpack Hero was weird. I, I don't that, – that was a weird one. That one and uh, Core Keeper. Th- those two were kind of weird. Like, I might play it. I might not. The other one that actually caught me by surprise was Shantae Advance. Um, they've had how many games since Shantae <laughs> – since- the, to the Game Boy Advance, I'm like, y'all just now being able to do that one. I wanted to hear the story behind that, to be honest, just because that's kind of interesting that they had the Game Boy Advance version. They just now being able to do that. So, I mean, it's one of those situations where you're like, okay, yeah, that that was kind of interesting. Just to what? I just want to know the backstory behind why that didn't get released at all. They've had all these other Shantae games come out, but yeah, that's just me. Uh, the other thing that I found interesting this week, to be honest, was the Wonder Woman live service game. Uh, WB, um, well, it's not just WB, it's Ubisoft. It's the bigger um publishers are trying to make games of games as a service a thing and i know i've said it i know shadow fox said it i know andre has said it especially in the states um we ain't got the infrastructure for that to be honest i mean not not for that to be like something that could be for truly everybody i mean because you got places where yeah your internet ain't feasible there's places where they're there are still places that don't have fiber. Like they have the fiber lines. It's just not there. There's some places that don't have towers or don't have cell towers. So it's very interesting that they keep trying to push this live service, uh, these live service games. Now WB did come back and say that the Wonder Woman game wasn't going to be live service. I find that hard to believe just because I think that it probably in all points of purposes was supposed to be live service and then they got that feedback and that feedback wasn't positive so they were like hey um we got we gotta ask that at this point in time that's where i think that went um i can't see them saying no to that just because that's the way these uh companies are trying to push gaming they're trying to push it towards live service just like they pushed everything toward hd back in the uh back in from six to seven gen to try to put they pushed everything to to hd knowing good and well that it that those tvs were ridiculously priced i don't know if y'all remember this or not but when the first ones came out like a 32 inch hd was like two thousand up between fifteen hundred and two thousand dollars that was like for a 32 inch it's and uh certain places god forbid a 47 now you get a 65 for 450 if you go into target at the right day <laughs> and that's a qled um if you're lucky uh but yeah i i think that's what this is 
what they're trying to do is just like force the issue and i just don't think it's gonna work um just because of how i know how it's, the stuff is set up here in the states i just don't think that's feasible at this point in time and plus i think it's probably gonna wind up losing companies a lot of money i mean the whole point of doing it is for profit and i don't think it's gonna be very profitable uh that being said um let's talk about that uh playstation portal so uh reportedly and this comes out of a uh, pushsquare.com so apparently the playstation portal has sold out uh now my question is is it because they made a limited stock or is it because you know scalpers i think it's a bit of both i think sony probably didn't make as many on purpose because they didn't to be honest they didn't they probably didn't know if it was going to sell or not and then the scalpers probably did buy up as many as they could i really do think that especially when it comes to gaming that uh these companies need to do something about the scalping situation because it has over the past couple years gotten completely out of hand in my opinion, where you're trying to get stuff and they're doing like, okay, you do go, you have a day and date for pre-order and you can't pre-order anything because by the time the pre-order goes open, the pre-orders are, are done within 30 minutes, which to me, I, it companies need to do a better job with that. Cause nothing pisses me off more than that whole um, Xenoblade Chronicles three definitive edition debacle where it wasn't even coming day and day. And for some reason, for some reason, Nintendo didn't think to be like, okay, look, since we already know it's not going to be day and date, we're just going to have um, whoever pre-orders it, it. You're limited. They should have did. You're limited to two at most. And we're just going to be counting how many we got to make. They didn't do that. They just, hey, the pre-orders are open come to the website and they were gone by the time you got to it. Cause I remember I wasn't even at work that day. And by the time I went and got on, I was sitting there clicking refresh and couldn't get one, which to me makes no sense. So I think it's one of those situations um, where I think Sony, Microsoft and Nintendo, they need to either find a way to combat it or something, because this is getting to the point where it's out of hand. Now, the funny thing about it is, uh, the scalpers, I don't know how they're going to move them. Like, if people ain't buying them, I don't know how they're going to move. I guess they're trying to, they're banking on people being desperate for the holidays and willing to spend a ridiculous amount of money just to say they have it. And I don't know if that's going to actually work because there's some people who don't do that. Like, they, I remember there was one story where a guy had, like, uh, I forgot what he had. I think it's right back in, right back when the Series S came out. And he had like so many he couldn't get rid of them. I'm like, well, you shouldn't have you shouldn't have did that. You shouldn't have bought 10. Trying to, you know, resell them, trying to be a reseller. I'm like, you shouldn't have did that. So it, it's one of those situations. Uh void, I think the one of the only ways you can probably combat it, honestly, is well, if you're selling them via your 
uh, story or a place like, for instance, with the uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Definitive Edition thing, when they had it, you had to pre-order via Nintendo.com, You they could have done it where, okay, you can only get one per, one or two per uh, per user. So you had to have a login and that way you don't have to worry about bots because you have to have a login and then you only you can only get two with that login at most. That's how you can combat it that way. Now, as far as like everything else, I just think they, they there has to be a way to do it. Um, but I think it's one of those situations where it's probably they're probably not going to do it because it ain't affecting them yet. But as soon as it starts affecting their bottom line, best believe it will get uh, it will get resolved extremely quickly. As soon as it start affecting their bottom line, to be fair, um, I will say the the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom one they did do a re release. I want to say back in July or August of that definitive edition, I was actually able to get one then because that's when they put it where you could only um, you know, if you went to the Nintendo.com site, you could only get one. Like they they stuck it at one. So um, that Tears of the Kingdom steel book and uh, the pen set and all that, you could get one, but it was limited to one per person when they did that restock. So that's that's the way I would probably approach it if you're doing it that way. Um, but yeah, that this is to the point where it's like getting ridiculous for real, in my opinion, at least. I mean, I don't know how anybody else feels about it, but that's just my opinion on that situation with, as far as scalping is concerned. Um, there was something else that dropped that came out. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find it. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, uh, they did have a Q&A for um, the Game Awards. And Jeff was doing a live q and I think that was – was that a little while ago or is it still going on? It might still be going on. Yeah, it's still going on. They're doing a live Q&A. Uh, this is going to be funny because if – I don't know how that's going to go for them. Hopefully it goes well. <laughs> there was something else I wanted to um, – bring up tonight where was the talked about last of us being announced i I would like to know what you your guys thoughts on that because like me i've always been uh, because how many well this is last of us two it's not last of us one so there's that like last of us one got remade what they did two or three remasters for that they did one for the ps4 they did another one and then I think they did one for the PS5 for the first Last of Us. And then Last of Us 2, this is the one they're doing now. I think this is the first one they're doing for that one. But they are um, releasing it with a, a new gameplay mode. Um, it's supposed to be a roguelike gameplay mode. I don't know if that's what exactly people were asking for. Because I thought they were supposed to be like a um, multiplayer mode. To come with, unless that's the multiplayer mode, is a, is a roguelike mode. That's kind of that's kind of weird, in my opinion. I think people are going overboard with the roguelike thing. Also, just to 
as far as like a a game mode that people do. Um, uh, RJ, th that could that could be the case um, for them playing it safe. Uh, I still think that they kind of put themselves into a corner um, going so hard in the paint for like uh, more cinematic games and just like abandoning what got them to where they are, what got them beloved in the first place between PS1 and PS2. Because um, back then, like, dude, they had mascots. They had legit mascots. Like, why haven't we seen a Sly Cooper game? I mean, they still own it from what I understand. Why haven't we seen that? Um, yeah, if Naughty Dog wanted to uh, do more um, quote-unquote mature stuff, uh, there's still no excuse to have to abandon Jack and Daxter. Um, they let Spiral and Crash go to Activision. I, I would have never let that happen. Um, but yeah, I Sony put themselves into this situation and with the closing of Japan studio, which to me made absolutely no sense. I don't know how any PlayStation fan was happy about that. Um, but they acted like they loved it. They acted like they loved the idea. I'm like, this is not good. So I, I just, I don't, I, they put themselves in this situation in my opinion. So uh, then the whole thing with them, what it was a couple months ago, them coming out saying they were going to, put um 2.5 billion into uh their first party i'm like y'all should have been doing that from the get but i'm like what do you have outside of like god of war and uh last of us because uncharted i don't think i don't know where you go with uncharted um just because that story's been told unless you go start making games when he's younger um Well, they do have Sunset Overdrive. That's right, RJ. They do have Sunset Overdrive. So theoretically, they should think about throwing the sequel, doing that. I mean, but this is going to sound bad, but I'm of the thought that, like, there's uh, – they put too much into trying to chase Microsoft. And I'm – the reason why I say that is if you look at what Microsoft did when they came in, Sony tried to keep up with them and when they shouldn't have did that, like dude, they Sony, even when Sony was at their conglomerate best, they did not have Microsoft money. They just, they've never had Microsoft's money. And I think they put themselves into a, into a corner doing that, trying to keep up with the Joneses. Cause yeah, Microsoft can buy all people. You can't. Like, you shouldn't even try to do that, in my opinion. Um, I don't have a problem with cinematic games, but the problem is when you when that's all you focus on, it's bound to blow up in your face. I'm like, you can get mad at Nintendo all you want to, but they do have more variety than anybody else in gaming. They have stuff that's mature. They have stuff that's for teens. They have stuff for everybody. They they do have a wide variety, a wider variety than everybody else. 
in all honesty. Um, and I like all three of y'all know I like all three of them. I like Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. I just I'm I'm just sitting back looking at it. I'm like I don't know why they feel the need to go overly cinematic. I'm like have some balance to your stuff. I mean, hell, that's why um, Microsoft's in the situation they're in now. They've cultivated their base to only like a certain thing, and anytime you try to introduce something else to that, they rebel against it because that's not what they want, which is why I've always found that that whole email that Phil Spencer said with the whole them trying to get Nintendo, I'm like, bro, yo, you don't condition your base to not even like stuff like that. You've conditioned them to not like it. So if you condition them to not like that, then why would you think buying them is going to do anything for you? Like you don't even do stuff with the, with the, uh, with the studios you own. Once again, perfect dark, where is it? And this is another one. And I um, was talking to a buddy of mine on uh, Twitter the other day. Uh, the, was it the, um, Star Wars game uh, that was supposed to be getting remade. Uh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, the first one. I mean, we haven't heard about that since they actually did that um, whole reveal back in, what was it, 2019? They did a reveal for that one, and we heard nothing about it. The last thing I heard about it was the writer left. Um, right after they made that statement that they were fixing the fixing the issues with the uh, – script i'm like there weren't no issues with the script what are you talking about i'm like this ain't gonna work <laughs> and then all of a sudden that writer left and then haven't heard anything since so it's that game's probably dead too which i found to be odd um that they would go through all that trouble um the i'm i'm not gonna say i'm surprised final fantasy 7 uh remake worked um, especially with all the changes they made, I'm just surprised that they're doing that much stuff to the story. Yeah, I'm surprised they're doing that much to the actual story of Final Fantasy VII, which is going to be confusing to those of us that already played through the first one. <laughs> uh, Zodia, I don't know, but they had one. So you shouldn't need a writer for that unless you're trying to just punch some stuff up. Um, because we all know there's some, there's certain things that change over time, so you will probably need to punch some stuff up. But in the case of uh, Knights of the Old Republic, you shouldn't have had to. Um, but I think they were going for full on like like they did with Final Fantasy VII remake, where it was like they were changing up gameplay elements as well. Because there was one thing um, that was one thing I thought I I didn't really care for how they did the gameplay of uh, Knights of the Old Republic that first one. I like that's why I like Jade Empire a little bit more than uh Knights of the Old Republic. And even though I like Jade Empire, I kinda if they were if they were to do a remake to that, they would need to do something with that um gameplay just because the combat in there is does have a little bit of a lag to it. Um I like it, it's just you can tell that it lags, especially when you're playing it on even if you're only playing it on a um Xbox One. Or a Series S, you can sure tell on Series X that there is a, a, a real lag to it. So as far as like button input. So that's one of those ones where I'm like, okay, if you were going to do 
a remake, yeah, you would need to to tighten up the actual um, control scheme for Jade Empire. But I've always thought Jade Empire had the better um, gameplay as opposed to uh, Knights of the Old Republic. So I don't know why they would need a writer out of out of just like punching stuff up. Um, but yeah, they had one. At least from what I understand, they had one. Um, but we haven't heard anything about that game though. I mean, I haven't. I don't know if anybody, if anyone of you guys have, but I haven't heard anything about that game since that. It's kind of right because I want to say that the last time I heard anything about that game was the same time the whole Perfect Dark situation happened, where they were bringing in, um, I think it was Crystal Dynamics. I think it was it was they were bringing in to help with uh, Perfect Dark. We still haven't heard anything about Perfect Dark, so there's that. And y'all know I, I love Perfect. Well. I love the first Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark Zero, I don't really care for, but the first Perfect Dark, I enjoy that game a lot. Um, it's like one of my favorite uh, FPSs. I like that one more than I like Goldeneye, to be honest. Goldeneye is Goldeneye's fun, but I found Perfect Dark to be the better game, in my opinion. You know, so I was very interested in seeing what they were going to do, especially when they put together that little that little trailer. And that's another thing. Like how are you putting together these trailers for games that you don't even know? They ain't even nowhere near completed. I'm talking about the, like trailers, not like what Nintendo did with uh, Metro prime four, when it was just basically a graphic and the Metro prime one music. I'm talking about, they actually have a trailer. Like Everwild had a trailer. Perfect dark had a trailer. Like they had teaser trailers and nothing. for years nothing like metro prime 4 didn't have a teaser trailer it just had metro prime 4 in an adobe uh graphic and the metro prime 1 uh theme to it to me that wasn't a teaser that was that was something that shouldn't even been shown in my opinion but here we are it's been yeah because that was what 20 2018 and then they had to do the 20, I think it was 2019 is when they said they had to restart it. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, let's see. All right. So, Dark Boy, what announcements are we looking forward to at the Game Awards? Uh, there's going to probably be one real surprise, one or two real surprises. Um, I don't expect to see a lot of surprises, to be honest. Um, I expect to see a lot of world premiere of a game that was at E3. I mean, y'all know how this goes. We already know how this goes. We don't watch we don't watch enough of these over the past years to know that world premiere usually just means they show the E3 or Paris games and here's the trailer. So, but I honestly, I would be surprised. Um, the the one thing that would surprise me is if they actually do uh, Metroid Prime two and three. Uh, reveal at the Game Awards. I could see them doing that. I could see Nintendo doing that. Shadow, not Well, not shadow dropping, but actually doing that because there's been rumors that both of those games, that all three were done. All three were done. And if they do that, if they do that, then I will probably think that there will probably be something with Metro Prime 4 will probably be shown as well. I, I, I think, you know. Uh, <laughs> RJ, you think Kojima's going to be there? 
I mean, he he might. He might. I mean, he was there. He showed up last year uh, to present, so I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest. I just want my boy uh, Joseph to be there. I know he ain't got a game, but I just want him to be there just because he's he's awesome. He, he makes – he makes the three and a half hours go by <laughs> with his antics. I, I just love that guy. Um, other than that, I don't really have like any other like hopes for the Game Awards. I'm just down for the ride. I know some people don't really like the Game Awards. I like doing it just because it's fun to see. Um, I like that one, and I like uh, Paris Games. The Paris Game Show is usually kind of, is usually okay. Um, but I, I do like the Game Awards because it's usually usually something weird happens and it's kind of funny to me. Uh, I just hope this time they don't um, when they doing the the crowd pan they don't they don't zoom in on somebody's sleep because let's be real that was funny when they did that. <laughs> it, it ain't it, it was funny when they had to do with his mouth wide open. That was hilarious. Uh, it ain't the Game Awards of Kojima ain't there for Jeff to declare. <laughs> you know what, Zodi? You are absolutely right on that. I mean, th- that had to be one of the most cringiest, funniest moments of all time when he did that. That was a that was, and it, can't say declare his look. He was giving him that award for being his friend, and that jump was that was like, dude, wait, what? <laughs> the two got an award for being your Okay, that's just weird. And I think everybody thought it was weird too. I don't know if anybody didn't think that was weird because it was just like they came out of nowhere and it was just weird. So, oh yeah, the whole Bill Clinton thing. I don't think they're gonna have that this year. I don't think, especially after uh Paris, where um that other dude came on stage. I really do think they're gonna have security. To where, like, if you're not gonna be, uh, if you're not a developer or whatever, or you you're not presenting, you're probably not gonna be near the stage. You're probably not gonna be near the stage this year. At least that's what I'm thinking because, uh, like I said last week, Jeff was disturbed when that dude came up on stage um, this summer. So I I can see them being him being like, oh hell no, that's not happening this year. Like that is not gonna happen. What's up, Paz? What's up, Thousand Star? Um, I can see him. I can see him being like, "Nope, not gonna happen. We're not doing this. We're not playing this game this year." So, even though the, apparently that kid had a, a a channel, a Twitch channel or a YouTube channel, that's what his whole channel was, was doing stuff like that. Which I'm like, I'm not gonna pay a ticket to do something like that. I'm just, I don't. Nah, I'm not gonna buy a ticket because I know them tickets ain't ain't cheap to sit up front. So I'm not gonna do that so I can get banned from ever coming back. Cause I I may want to come back one year. I'm not gonna do nothing that stupid. But then again, that's just me. Um, I don't like the idea of spending uh, a lot of money to do something stupid so I can get banned from a banned from a place. That's just not my idea of, of a good time. Plus there's a pretty good chance nowadays you can probably get arrested because all it takes is something, something weird, something stupid to happen. And yeah, that's it for you. So nah, 
that's not very uh smart, but that that's that whole uh what is it, the 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 pranking thing that they like to do, the pranking. It was some of them joints really ain't pranks. They just like, why are you doing that <laughs> type deal? Um but I'm just here for uh the animosity when people get mad that their their game didn't win uh game of the year. So I, I'm just here for that because I would like to know what some of y'all personal game of the years like my personal game of the year this year. Whew, because I played a few titles and it was for the longest, it was actually Octopath Travel. And I've been going back between Octopath Traveler and Tears of the Kingdom and um uh Sea of Stars. I've been going back and forth between all three of them. And it's still gonna be Tears of the Kingdom just because all the stuff you can do in it. It ain't because I'm 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 a Zelda fan, but it's just because of all the stuff you can do in it. And on top of that, there was a whole nother level or layer that we didn't even know about. We knew about Sky, we knew about uh Hyrule, but we knew nothing about the depths until we got the game. And to be able to do that and be able to make that game work, that's my personal game of the year. Um it it's just that's the best game I've I've personally played. Now I have not played everything. I'm not, I'm going to be a hundred percent honest with you. I can't, I don't get review copies of stuff. I don't, <laughs> I, I have to pay for everything I get. So my personal game of the year, honestly, is Tears of the Kingdom just for that, that purpose, just because like it's, I have not played anything that insane in an open world game. Um, it, they did a good job. The team did a good job of making uh Hyrule feel familiar and different all at the same time. Cause it, if you go through it, if you go through it thinking it's Breath of the Wild, you're going to be in for a rude awakening because there's stuff that – because I played Breath of the Wild. I put like – I think I think my last total was like 400-something hours in Breath of the Wild. And I've, I've been all over that map. And some of the stuff in Tears of the Kingdom, when I went there, I'm like, this don't – I don't think I've ever been here before. No one I've been there. So they've done a good, they did a good job with, with that. And the whole depths thing was just just added a layer that, to be honest, especially when I first went in there, I wasn't ready for it, to be honest. I just really wasn't ready for it. Um, plus, I love the new abilities. I mean, the new abilities are on point. And plus, Samurai slash Samoan Ganondorf for the win. I don't know which which version of Ganondorf I like. I, I, I like Ocarina of Time Ganondorf, but I am kind of partial to Super Saiyan 3, Hyrule Warriors, Ganondorf, but Samurai slash uh, The Rock's cousin, Ganondorf from Tears of the Kingdom is actually pretty cool too. So, I don't know. All I know is uh, Ganondorf from Tears of the Kingdom need to be in need to be the new model for uh, Smash Brothers when they come out on the come out on the next system. Uh, that's the, the, the version they need to go with because that dude has, and that's the moves that he needs to have. Um. Yeah. So that that's one of those things. Hey, what's up, uh, dude? Uh, I will say this. I agree with you on this. Um, the Tales of Symphonia remaster, even though they they did that patch did help that they did in on uh, August, it took too long for that patch to come out. <laughs> Just to be fair. Now, uh, I will say that 
um, it did fix a lot of things, but they were taking it from the PS3 version, and it, it is apparently they just did a one to one just to get it out, and they should they shouldn't have did that. Like this, that's what I don't understand. Like if you Bandai Namco is not a small company, so you mean to tell me you couldn't have nobody quality test this because the Tell Symphony remaster was messed up across all platforms. So they had to patch it for all platforms, which means which tells me you shouldn't have put the game out. Same thing with Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 1 had an issue on PC and Switch. And some people were complaining about stuff on um Xbox as well. I'm like, wait a minute, y'all didn't quality test this? Like you would think they would have quality tested that that game, especially with like Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. You would think WB would be like, hey, we got to make sure this game is as good as it can be before we release it. At least that's what I would have thought. But I'm not in those I'm not in those meetings. So I can't I have no idea. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much going to do it for this episode. Uh, We we won't have an uh, we won't have a episode next Sunday because that's going to be Thanksgiving. So we'll be back. Uh, I think it's December 3rd. I think it is. I think it's December 3rd is when we'll be back. Uh, yeah, we'll be back December 3rd. Next week, we won't have a podcast episode though, because of the, uh, because of Thanksgiving. So we'll be off next Sunday, but the following Sunday, the third, we'll, have a podcast and uh, it'll be our road to the game awards. Cause the game awards is on December 7th. So you guys know how we like to do on the game awards. Chat will be open. And uh, yeah, if you, if you've been to any of ours that we've done in the past, you know how, how it goes. The jokes will be flowing. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the uh, podcast tonight. I um, really do appreciate everybody coming out and supporting. I really do appreciate it. Uh, don't forget, if you haven't had a chance to, check out Super Mario RPG. Uh, two gameplay vids uh, somewhere in YouTube. Somewhere. Um, one is a Let's Do This Quietly, and the other one is with uh, commentary. Both of them are over an hour, so just so you know. But uh, peace out. Y'all have a good one. We will see you guys on December 3rd. Not uh, next Sunday, but December 3rd. So peace out, people. Have a good one, and we will catch you then. Later.